Hey, you're about to listen to Trek Off, but before you do, I wanted to let you know that there is another podcast called Totally Super, where we review every superhero movie ever made. It's me and my buddy Arthur. We go through the Batman movies, the X-Men movies, the Avengers movies, movies like The Crow and Dr. Horrible and more. So please, while you're listening to this, hop over to wherever you subscribe to podcasts and subscribe to Totally Super. Okay, here's Trek Off. It's time for Trek Off. Set phasers to love. Welcome to Trek Off. This is Justin. We're about to continue our conversation from last week, but it's really its own its own thing. Believe me, we're going to discuss Star Trek Lower Decks, the upcoming show uh, from Rick and Morty creators. Uh, it's sort of like an Adult Swim animation set in the Star Trek universe. It is a contentious row where one of us is excited and the other one's kind of angry, and that's when our shows are at their best. Sparks Fly, it's a great show, so I hope you stay tuned. Uh, Before we get started, there's something I need to do that I don't normally do uh, on our show, but I think that is something that I would love for you guys to hear about. Now, this is the point when I listen to podcasts, I skip ahead. No, it's an ad. Wait, stop. Don't go yet. Don't go yet. You see, because I'm going to tell you about two podcasts that sound awesome awesome and they're from very good friends of our show and very good friends of our upcoming movie cancellation uh they help make that happen and in return i want to let you know about their shows because these are shows from basically people like us uh but they're about these topics and i want to tell you all about them here's the first one from our good friend nick bogner who asks have you ever wondered what it takes to lead a joyful life how do we find happiness and connection even when the world is burning For these questions and more, listen to More Exemplary, available wherever you get your podcasts. More Exemplary is an ongoing conversation about the ways that we seek happiness and make the world better for ourselves and others. It's hosted by Nick Bogner, a licensed psychotherapist who invites some of his favorite professionals to discuss the keys to satisfied living and making a difference in a world that needs a difference. Tune in to more exemplary about Nick. Let me tell you that this is a dude who has one. He was he did all. If you watch the ninjas movies, he did all the songs at the end of them. Um, So the ninjas versus zombie. That's him. Um, And over the years, I've watched this guy turn into just the like the sagest of dudes who's just got. Like when when it comes to boiling down some of life's more complicated issues and problems, he's able to make them manageable in the way he talks to. He's a friend that I turn to. He's a friend that I trust. And as a podcast listener, he's somebody that I would listen to and trust as well. So I say that not just to say, hey, this guy bought an ad, but a guy that I know and who I've who I've have experienced. And in the same way, Troy Dunham also Super awesome dude. Also super important on making uh, the last movie happen. And his podcast sounded very much like something that the fans of our podcast would gravitate specifically toward. Listen to this. Hey, you. You clearly like podcasts. If you need more podcasts, you should probably check Probably Work. Again, Probably Work, a loose collective of friends with shows covering James Bond movies, random episodes of Star Trek, The Wheel of Time, K-pop cartoons, historical fails, audio-only video game, Let's Plays, a really nonsensical amount of stuff. There's tons of stuff there. We've even had famed director of the Ninjas vs. series and the upcoming indie hit and cancellation contribute to episodes of Podcasters Assemble. That, That would be me. That's me, Justin. I did that. I'm on there. To try and defend the Star Wars prequels, visit probablywork.com. Again, probablywork.com to find a whole bunch of podcasts. Of course, after you've listened to the Geeks Radio backlog. Um, Again, nerd stuff for nerds. Uh, This is something that 
I listen to, and you should too. Um, if you like Trek Off, then they're going to be your your cup of tea. So that is it. That's it for the shout outs. Let's just jump right into our conversation. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, okay, here we go. Captain's Log, Stardate 57436.2. The Cerritos is docked at Douglas Station for routine maintenance and resupply. We will soon set course for the capital planet on the Galar system, where we're scheduled to make second contact with the Galardonian High Council. First contact is a delicate, high-stakes operation of diplomacy. One must be ready for anything when humanity is interacting with an alien race for the first time. But we don't do that. Our specialty is second contact. Still pretty important. We get all the paperwork signed, make sure we're spelling the name of the planet right, get to know all the good places to eat. <gasps> God, what are you doing? Uh, nothing, nothing, nothing. Oh, just... no. Oh, no, 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 no. Are you pretending to do a captain's log? <laughs> We're all supposed to keep logs. Okay, let me listen to no, it. No, go away. <laughs> I can't believe you're no, wasting no. your shore leave on this. Privacy, please. Okay, time to go. Come on, get Privacy. out of the closet. Let's go. Come on. Are you drunk? Yeah, dude, you should be too. I mean, this station is amazing. What? And they have Romulan whiskey. And I bet you thought it was going to be green, but it is actually blue. It's this very beautiful color. Romulan whiskey is against regulation. Yeah, because it's awesome. Oh, man, they got all sorts of great stuff. Oh, oh, come on, check this out. Uh, be oh, careful yeah. with that. Pretty sweet, right? Oh, my yeah, God. It's a Klingon bat, um, bat, uh, bat. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. It doesn't matter. Shut up. I got it from an old guy with an hey, iPad. Hey. Come spar with no, me. Stop. Come on. Oh, hey, we could be Klingons. We could have crimped oh, hair, and wrinkled hey, foreheads. War, war, war. I love honor. I demand honor. Oh my god. Ah! Uh, mm. Don't let the next thing go. Um, oh boy. Uh-oh. Mm. You don't like it. Wow. So, okay. No fair. I, thought um, I had a fifty percent chance that this would be a reaction. <laughs> I actually, I was, I was leaning more toward you liking it. I'm curious as to I, why. I'm, not. I'm curious as to why you were leaning that way. Please break it down for me. Because you know what? Because it sounds like it sounds like it's a room full of writers doing the what we do, but like putting it on a show. Right. But what have I said? Yes. I've said, I love it. And if this wasn't actually canon, I would just be laughing and it would be a great time. Okay. Like, if it, if this was, I mean, even though they're in Star Trek, like, if it's clearly a comedy, it's not real. It's. This we have the rights, so we can have them in Starfleet uniforms, and we can make this funny show. But it is not in any way, shape, or form canon. This is a joke. This whole thing is for fun. I fucking love it. I adore it. Okay. I want to have its babies. Having it actually be Star Trek, I am mad as hell. Why? Are you fucking kidding? No. She literally just stabbed him with a batleth. Yes. While drunk. Yes. And I am meant to believe that these two people are actual, like, get, Starfleet, went, graduates. Starfleet graduates went to the academy and fucking passed. 
and are yeah. stationed on a ship doing yes. fucking anything. Yes. No. Fucking right, so no. Here's my here's my in canner. Here's, here's I would I like to submit fucking oh, hell God. no. Wow. I mean, so interesting. It, it's Be, so you, funny, you and it makes, the, and that's what I think makes me so much more mad about it. Is because it really is hysterical. It's really, really fun, and I really, awesome. really want to watch it and like it and have it not be actually Star Trek, just be Star Trek funny. That's what I want it to be. But you feel like it's breaking the canon to the point where you can't enjoy it. Yes. Like you cannot, you cannot ask me to accept that these people somehow are on a fucking ship, like that they made it through. Like, I'll give you a great example: Spies Like sure. Us. Do you remember? Did you ever see that movie? Yeah, sure. It's hysterical, right? Would you believe that those two people were actually spies? That they actually had what it took. If that movie wasn't clearly a comedy and it wasn't clearly bullshit that they're spies, it's not funny anymore. Then it's like, what are you? Are you kidding? It's ridiculous. I think I think I hear what you're saying. It's not it's not that I would have a problem if they were spies, but if they were side characters in a James Bond movie. Yes. And then you did spies like us and you're supposed to believe that they are also part of the same MI6. Yes. James Bond is part of. Yes. If James Bond were precious to me, which is not. Um, sure. Hmm. I mean, even if he's not precious, but particularly if it's precious and Star Trek is now I'm, yeah, I'm living like I'm. So that's so um, interesting. What are, what, not, why, why, I, why would you do such a thing? Why? Why? You know what I, you this know what is what I, I said before, uh, they, here, before it even dropped. When they talked about it, I was like, this is what I would find acceptable. I think it's a great idea. You and I talk about it all the time. It would be so funny. Like Archer and Space. I would have no interest in it if it were a Star Trek parody show. Isn't that interesting? I feel like you and I walked out. Are you on fucking the same... kidding me, dude? You, if like you, you watched I... that and it wasn't canon, you wouldn't watch it and find it funny and want to watch more. That's called the Orville, and I, I, I think no, fine. no, that is much more ridiculous than the Orville. Much not, more, mu- not much more ridiculous than the first episode of the Orville. I mean, it feels more Orville. ridiculous than the. It feels more ridiculous even than the first one. So here's here's my thought: if it's completely devoid of heart or of message, if it's just this, I will have more of a problem with it. You know, they're they're trying to put a funny, you know, a funny thing right there up front. If this is all it is, if it is just Rick and Morty, if it is just like like. Like joke, 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 joke. And it doesn't come to a, oh my gosh, they're actually learning a lesson about themselves in life. And it's, this is actually Star Trek. Let's say, let's say the season is serialized, right? And let's say by the end of the season, you're like, oh, oh, that's what they were doing. You know, but if it's just Archer, then, then I might feel the same way you do. But I feel like you and I've stepped, I was going to say, I feel like you and I've stepped out on the same exact ice and like I feel, I still feel like you're fifty fifty on you could have liked it, but you crashed through the ice and now you're on the other side. Um, <laughs> I had the same, I have all the same concerns you do, but it's not a deal breaker for me. I want to see where it goes. I'm willing to give it four episodes certainly and see and see what I think of it. 
but the idea i it doesn't break me and i'll give you two reasons why it doesn't break me and this is a very thing a very th- like specific thing to me and 20 other people in the world it doesn't break me because of this we have only seen even voyager was the most advanced ship in the fleet um and stupid shit happens on the enterprise like all the time people are drunk all the time on both enterprises all three enterprises um you know, it's, it's, but they don't stab, accidentally stab anyone with a batleth. Worf literally murdered someone on the ship, got a 10-second talking to, and was fine. What? He literally, went, he literally murdered someone. He didn't cut someone in the leg with a batleth. He walked into their room, stood over them, and murdered them with a batleth on the Enterprise, and he wasn't even demoted he wasn't even put in the brig for like a day what are you talking about i'm talking when he kills duras when he kills duras on the enterprise during the rite of succession by the way didn't just kill any klingon yes i know that duras killed kalar but we're talking about we're like imagine i don't want to say Trump and Biden because it's too big. Imagine you've got like the Bush Gore thing going on, right? Who's going to be president? Worf walks in and kills Gore. With Gore, by the way. It's gory. He walks in. That's like the two guys are going to be the king of Klingons. And Worf walks into one of the rooms and murders him with a batleth. And what he gets for it is Picard going. That wasn't very good of you. I'm very disappointed, and this is going on your permanent record. Dismissed. I think Worf's walking out going, shit, I thought that was I thought that was gonna be much worse than that. Like, like, tell me the stupid shit doesn't happen. Huh? But he wasn't on some drunken binge, man. No! He murdered the king of the Klingons! But with a what purpose, the- with reason! Like the the like this would be like on their show on the show that they have here it would be like ah, la, 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 I walked into the wrong room I killed somebody oh wait a minute whoopsies be it's it's better that Worf intended to kill him had Worf accidentally killed him that would be worse that's what I'm saying I'm saying that I I'm saying that that because it was presented to us in a in a in a serious way we accepted. All sorts of bullshit. I'm sorry. Give me another example of something that's as egregious as that. Data taking over the ship. He was hacked. Um, uh, Data knowingly taking over the ship. Um, uh, Let's see. Picard defying orders uh, on any number of... So um, what again we're okay. talking about like legitimate series we're not saying like it's not because Picard was sitting at his desk and it was like fuck I don't know what to do I don't Dax I just don't, I just don't know what Dax to do I'm going to roll this die and whatever whatever die I roll that's what I'll do like Dax that's what this the show albino. would be oh, Dax killing the albino Kirk and company stealing the enterprise stealing the stealing the enterprise to go save Spock for no other right. reason than to go yes, save Spock. Yes, because... Right, they, so so I, I want to be clear. I want to be clear. If I wanted to save someone, I could not go board a, a, a battleship and steal it 
and blow it up and have that all just be fine. But we accept it. I'm not saying that that's bad. I'm saying I, but, but would you do it? Would I do it? Yes. Whether or not I would do it is not the issue. The issue is okay, whether or not the, I, but, could, but I it, expect it, but to be you, allowed to continue to serve. But you're okay. But you're also saying you're also they have long histories of other stuff. They're mitigating. It's like anything else. Circumstances matter. It's not like Kirk and crew stole a ship because they wanted to go <clears throat> give Spock a crazy fucking bachelor party in space. Like that's not what happened. Do you well, comprehend right the a, difference? Right, right now, it's just a leg wound, dude. But if we're if we're trying if you're trying to compare apples to apples, you're saying we've seen much worse. I'm like the circumstances are entirely different, and therein lies the fucking problem. Because on this show, that's what they would be doing it for. It wouldn't be because their best friend of who was wrongfully you know killed who who gave their life to save everybody else on the ship and they found out oh my gosh we have his katra we have to return it we got to do a thing it's 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 the right thing to do and yes we will accept the consequences of these actions though they which may be dire nothing, which are literally uh, be nothing. that as it may my so point no, the, being that was your problem that was your problem with lower decks is that these people wouldn't allow to be stay in Star starfleet let me tell you something they about would starfleet. not have gotten through starfleet the it's not again kirk didn't do it on day one it's not like they gave him a ship and then he was like all right everybody this is the fucking kirk prize and we are gonna fuck everybody in this galaxy if, if if my name is not James T. Kirk, like right, but, you but and I talk about that, getting. and it's funny, and it's a st here's on. the thing: if Fucker Prize, every time we've done it, if that was a show, and then I said, "Now believe it happens in Star Trek," do you not have a problem? If it's Kirk, yes, but that's not the premise of this. If show. it's anybody, do you not have a problem? If it's full on porn, yes, I'd probably watch it. <laughs> I'm not debating that, but I'm saying, would it not be a problem if you were asked to accept that that person who has taken a ship on a fucker tour somehow managed to keep their shit together enough to get through what we have seen, the, the, the little that we have seen of the rigorousness necessary to get through Starfleet? I think that absolutely they could. And I'll tell you why. Oh, how many episodes? Fuck it, listen, listen to me. How many episodes of all of Star Trek? Like, that, let's say there's 177 episodes for let's do the three best so far: DS9, Next Generation, and the original series. Okay, in the original series, how many Next episodes, Generation and DS9. Okay, yeah. How many episodes of those series are about Starfleet officers that just go wrong? How many episodes? Fifty. 50 do i have to do I, do I can like just through through the ranks all the way from all, all the way from from pike to all, all the way from from pike in the menagerie is originally presented as a guy who just who, who just went wrong all the way to what do you mean just went wrong what does that mean to to the to the the way it's originally presented in the menagerie is is spock has spock is defying orders Again, Spock's getting court-martialed because of what's going on with Pike. 
You can go to um oh what's his name from where we're uh uh but it's for something. But it's not because he was drunk on Romulan ale, dude. Again, yeah, but, like the but, uh, why but, fucking the, matters, and it matters literally a lot. Fucking half of Star Trek Six happened because they were drunk on on Romulan ale. Romulan ale. They talk about it. What? Like, what like, are you fucking talking and, about? And here's and here's the here's the bottom line: is that you are talking about the bridge crew of the biggest ships, but there are always fucked up officers the barclays the um even uh, barclay barclay does his job he doesn't accidentally he doesn't get drunk on romulan ale and, st- and chop someone's leg open with a batleth barclay literally went into the holodeck and fucked the bridge crew he literally okay. went to the holodeck and made the bridge crew and fucked them and they were like yeah let's be best friends let's be besties you know, I'm not saying that this isn't an exaggeration of what is already there, but for you to say that's outside of the realm of possibilities, that that the that the bottom level crew on the bottom level ship. Do you remember the episode Lower Decks? Do you remember it? What? I do, do you remember, remember the episode. Now that episode, that I believe. Those are th- those are the up the the up and comers, the up and comers on the flagship. The ambitious up-and-comers on the flagship is who you're following. They are not right? all the ambitious up-and-comers. Two of them are. All- and two of them are just regular, un- like, lower-deck people that like what they do. They're all vying for promotions. They're not all vying for promotion. Two of them they are. They literally, half of them get promotions in that episode get promotions that's what it's about i'm just saying that i i'm just saying it's within i Sorry, i consider it to be within the realm of possibilities i'm i'm sad that you can't you can't enjoy it i'm bummed i mean i think what i could if i i think i will be able to enjoy it if i think of it the way i believe it should be if i divorce it from star trek and i and i say this is not star trek this is this is this is funnin what if they get a? This is like us doing down? the fucking chicken leg enterprise and all that, like back in the early days of our show. Like, I'm, what if, okay, so I will what just if laugh they, and have let, a good time. But if I watch it, if I try to watch it and believe that it exists in the same fucking that they can breathe the same air as Picard, I can't do it. I can't. I don't believe they'd serve on the same ship as Picard. But, you know, I, I could see that I, I can. I, I don't can think they that. could be. I don't think they could breathe in his farts. OK, like I'm just saying it's not. No, just no fucking no. All right. If they were to get if they were if to were, get. Yeah, like, would you feel this way? Would you feel that's a great point, Mr. A. Would you feel this way if it was live action? That's that's an interesting point. I am. Mm. I. I might be more mm. trepidatious about it. I need to watch. I need to watch the show. I. I can tell you what will. And look, it's. It's. It's the problem with knowing you, is that after we're done, your fucking voice is in my head. <laughs> the it's problem my with head. knowing me, because <laughs> what will happen? You're so I'm kind. Gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Here's gonna be. Here's gonna be what happens. I'm gonna sit down. 
all excited. <laughs> I'm gonna get myself a. I'm gonna make myself a, a, a probably a, a whiskey ginger and pop some popcorn. Sit down. I, I'm so excited to watch the Star Trek Lower Decks. And then, like as I'm sort of chuckling, I'm gonna hear this voice in my head going, "I would like to submit. This isn't gonna. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna fucking hate it because I do respect your opinion, and I argue with you here on the show, and then you. Stick in my head. <laughs> I can't get you out. Occasionally, I will look to I will look to Mrs. J and go. You know what Alex C would say about this? <laughs> oh, I do, dude. Constantly, when, when Mr. A and I are watching stuff, I was like, I bet Justin's loving this bullshit right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> here's here's a question: If they were to get just nominal, sort of like lethal weapon style dressing downs on the ship like 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 you guys you if you, you, you got to get better if you're gonna cut it here you know if you're if they were it's so get, crazy that you brought up lethal weapon like i just started rewatching those movies like we just we just watched well, i'm the saying first lethal i'm weapon saying lethal weapon ago. because I, i'm saying lethal weapon because i forgot who you are um if they were to get dressing downs like sledgehammer gets dressing dressing downs i'd be okay with it <laughs> but no one else remembers sledgehammer but i'm sure you do oh yeah <laughs> You know the way that you know the way the chief was always like screaming at him, like like if these guys were. Do you remember last? Listen, it's like this. Here's the deal. Do you remember Last Action Hero? Yes. Such a good movie, right? Yeah. It's like that. Okay. It's ridiculous. It doesn't work. <laughs> Why did you bring him here? It's just it's just it's flesh wound. It's ridiculous. Like you know, this screaming so much that he blows out the windows and actual smoke is coming off his head like that shit yeah it doesn't it doesn't work it does it doesn't act it doesn't work in star trek i will say this it will have to here's here's what it needs to honestly do to work for me it need i need to care about the characters if the show i, I, I mean i think i think it has to be just, about tone i mean but that's the thing they, they they're experimenting to see what tone works in star trek and what doesn't um and I'll tell you maybe, what does it. <laughs> well, okay, granted. Then maybe it fails. I mean, maybe it, maybe it maybe there like there are it is too too high a mountain for too many Star Trek fans to climb. I hope and it being called Star Trek is very difficult for non Star Trek fans to climb that mountain. So the question is, it's a legitimate question to ask: Who is this show for? Yeah. Um, because, like. It, it certainly is not going to bring more new people into Star Trek. Nope. Then it loses because it is what it is. So I'm, I'm, it might be, it, it, it might be ill-advised. I will give it four episodes. That's my rule for, for franchises. I love, I will give it four episodes, four full episodes, give it my full attention. Um, you know, you know that I'll bail on it. If it, it's weird because I'm okay with it messing with, Oh, I was going to say why I am particularly suited to this because there was, believe it or not, a story behind my Romulan character at King's Dominion. Um, okay. And we considered ourselves to be canon with the shows. And the plot was this. Um, and my character was a comedic character, by the way. My character was part of the part of the Tal Shiar, uh, the Tal Shiar invasion 
um, of the Federation that happened during Deep Space Nine. And he was uh, electrocuted during a warp core breach, which made him um, which made him develop per, uh, uh, schizophrenia and and personal you know personality disorder, all the sort of things that I would never do now because it's really insensitive. But at the time, it was funny. Um, and the idea was like he he didn't understand that a stuffed animal wasn't real. And so he was walking around as a very super serious Romulan who also was just totally doing fish out of water funny stuff because the, the whole idea was to come up with bits. And the story of the show was that we were the everybody on our ship was sort of almost important in the Star Trek universe, but we were the loser, um, the, the losers who couldn't hack it. So all of our governments put us onto a Federation-led Defiant-class starship and sent us back in time on an anthropological mission to study uh, humans because we were too important to kill, but we couldn't be allowed to remain in the 24th century. And they figured if they sent us to a theme park, then that would be somewhere that people would just think that we were dressed up in costumes because somebody, and we didn't know who, had gone back in time from the 24th century and given all of the history of the future to Gene Roddenberry, who then made a show out of it. And that was the story of everybody walking around at King's Dominion as Star Trek aliens. So when they said, you're on Star Trek, and we would go, Star Trek is a show based on what we do. But we we were ridiculous and also consider ourselves to be canon. And some of us took it very seriously. Your response. Well, I understand why it, you guys did that, right? Because the it, your from a perspective of being in the park, they want you to not break character. But they also want us to be funny. But they also want you to be funny. So it's like you've got this this line to to sort of walk, right? And it's like in Renaissance Fair, like the people who are in Renfest, they, they have more freedom because people, people are people, right? And they're just, and, and, and in, at least when it comes to, you know, the ye old times, whoa, who's that? That Gamora? Get out of here. Um, like you, it was by virtue of birth, Right you didn't rise to your station because you actually were intelligent or capable. Get down, Nebula. Jesus. They're going to break something. Sorry. So um, it's, it's worth noting, it's, uh, ladies and gentlemen, listening, that you have two new cats and you have appropriately named them Nebula and Gamora, which I think is awesome. So, <laughs> so kudos to you. They anyway, are, they are sisters. Sorry. They're, they're causing a ruckus. Um, like... So they have more freedom to stay in the moment and be ridiculous and funny be, and be drunk, be whatever, right? And you guys were tasked with something much more difficult. And they're asking you to not break character, but also somehow be entertaining. And I don't believe anyone would consider you canon. If I visited the park, I wouldn't go... I would not consider that canon. I would consider it fun and I would be like, oh, they didn't break. That's awesome. Kudos to you. But no, if, if you go and buy a book, uh, like the, the Bible for any of the Star Trek that, that is, you know, that, that talks. 
you know, all the stuff. Like, your fucking character isn't in there, dude. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. He doesn't exist. So Thank you. That's where this is that's where this breaks down, and that's where this becomes problematic. Because now what you're asking me to believe is that 20 years from now, when a book comes out that's chronicling the timeline and the connections and all of the continuity that is Star Trek, I'm expected to believe that this will be in there. And that it coexists alongside all that other stuff. That is not fucking fine. Yeah, I, I have to see more of the show. I see what you're saying. Um, there was a great comic book in the late 80s, early 90s called Damage Control. And what it was is, and they and they they reference it really briefly at the beginning of Spider-Man, um, Far From Home, or the sorry, Spider-Man: Homecoming, um, where Damage Control was this group of losers, uh, who were part of a um, a basically an industrial corporation that cleaned up New York after the superheroes trashed it, and so it was a really really funny look at. The Marvel Universe, and when the Marvel, but they're Universe, just people, right? They were, but the way the tone of the comic book and the way that it portrayed it, it was clearly, it was, it was sort of like the only you had to sort of whistle past it, sort of like whistling past Spider Ham in um in in Spider Verse, like you just sort of have to whistle. You have to just go, yeah, it's ridiculous. Just just go with it, um. I get what your I get what your issue is. Um, I'm just I'm just saying, like I'm really it's, curious it's not, to see where we are. Do you, four episodes I don't know in. how you whistle past it. Is what I'm saying. It's too much to whistle past. It's not like like what you're talking about is is I see that working. That's I I would totally believe that regular people who are cleaning up the mess that these superheroes have left behind. I absolutely can believe that exists in this, in the, in the same world, because that is meant to be the real world. And if I had to do that, that would be that, that the people that would be doing that. It would be funny. They wouldn't, they're not heroes. And again, even the heroes, like these people randomly accidentally, in most cases wound up, but like, it's like asking me to believe that, as much as I can't stand ScarJo, but it's like asking me to believe that like Black Widow is just drunk on Romulan ale and playing with a bat left that doesn't know what it's called. Do I believe here? Here's my question. Do like, I believe? Or, I'm sorry. No, here's he, what it's like. It's like I watch an episode. There's an episode that there's a movie that comes out about Black Widow and she gets together with her, her bestie from spy school name fucking i don't know does it doesn't sort of the matter plot of the black widow movie coming up but go on um i'm just saying, like she gets together with with her her buddy red widow i don't fucking know sure. and they go and they go out drinking and and then and then there's a spinoff just of her friend and her friend is like washed up and she just like sits at home and drinks and kills things randomly by accident and like it's just ridiculous like I just I recently watched a movie I didn't even know existed. Thank you, Seth Meyers, uh, called MacGruber. It's like asking me to believe that MacGruber is living in the same world as MacGyver. That that's legit. I hear you. I hear. I I want. I Do you think that no. Is, I think that <laughs> it is within the realm of possibilities that you would have an off-duty young 
straight out of Starfleet, didn't get the good ship, bottom of the barrel, the janitor of the janitor of the ship that wouldn't even be able to fly in the same formation as the Enterprise, a, sort of an off ship, who's basically there, the ship that does the paperwork, and then the janitor of that ship and the you know assistant, assistant, assistant transporter chief, like the one that sits <laughs> in transporter room four, just so the transporter chief can dismiss him and do the actual thing. You know, the one who sits in there all day or or the or the security person who basically their job is clearly to sit in the brig like that person. Like, I absolutely believe that there are the the people who. No, because then you're asking me to believe that those people are like contractors or something. They didn't actually go through Starfleet because here's where I'm like, I'm okay with it. If if you're if those posts are not taken by people who actually had to go through the training, who actually had to go to the academy, get through it, and graduate and get an assignment. I would believe it if it was not those people. If it was like, okay, these people don't need all that training. They don't need to be special because this guy is just going to sit in a brig um, holding the keys. So your like, so your largest issue as we wrap up your largest issue is that given everything we saw specifically as it centers around let's say Wesley Crusher um, and then some of the information information you can or even from, from when Picard was young like think about that think about the stuff sure, they yeah, did yeah, from between, between when they that, let loose between that and, and 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 let's keep in mind the other people that start that Picard went to to Starfleet Academy with right before they graduated. Those people were out challenging Nausicans to bar fights that nearly got their friend killed, and they all graduated. Like, like seriously, they went out and they were they were yes, but they weren't che- on they duty. Were they, they, they weren't were- on duty. They weren't this, on this duty. Lady, this girl, the, we don't know that this lady was on duty. They were in we, their they, they were they were in both their were in duty. They both no, were on he duty. He was on duty. He was on duty, and then she came in. With the with the Romulan whiskey, I don't know if she was on duty or not. But what I am saying is that is that Picard and his two friends were kind of fuck ups, like they were at the end. They were being unbelievably irresponsible, unbelievably irresponsible with an alien race, cheating at a game, cheating them. By the way, deliberately cheating in 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 Damjat, uh, deliberately cheating them and getting caught <laughs> cheating. And then getting stabbed through the heart. But they're like, yeah, it's all right. Like, yeah, we know the motion. You all become captains. <laughs> like, like I, I think, no. I, again, I, Even I, that. I, I share your concerns. But for you to say that, that the problem is, I think, I honestly think this, that they, the way they portray Starfleet for Wesley specifically is as this because Wesley is our avatar into Starfleet until we finally see Kirk and Starfleet in, in the JJ verse, which you have to assume is somewhat like Starfleet would have always been, even though it's in the alternate timeline. Um, uh, so you like, but specifically Wesley is like getting in is impossible and being in it is unbelievably difficult. And only the top at the top at the top at the top, get out. And that's how Wesley seems. Um, but if you remove that Starfleet is like, any military college, there are really good people get out and other people that aren't as good. 
Um, yeah, but do and- those not as good people get put on ships and set into space? Everybody gets put on some ship and sent into space. They don't get great jobs, but yeah, they could they could be the swab the deck guy on on a you know they they're not flying the plane like you could do this on Top Gun where you have another like sort of the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern of Top Gun where Tom Cruise is running by with you know with Goose and 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 they're running by and then behind them is just like the guys who have to like someone has to clean the latrines on there and they're like oh this is. This did not work out the way I thought it would. I look. I am. I am defending this too hard. Because you, yeah, you are really too. reaching, buddy. <laughs> well, I, well, because I feel like you're attacking it too hard. I think that the, the no proof way. Needs to be, I'm attacking it just the right amount. <laughs> I think the proof needs to be in the pudding with this one. I'm willing to give it a chance. I hope Elsa. you're willing to give it a chance. It no. needs to. It needs. You're not going to watch it. There's. A I told you how I will watch it. That's right. how I'll watch it. I will watch it that way, and I'll probably really enjoy it if I watch it that way. I am curious to. I'm curious to see how they look. I do have to say this: they are they're not stupid people, and and I guarantee they're on the internet. I promise you, they're on the internet. Oh, I'm certain they are. Yeah, and I mean, and and, and much and much like and and hearing you yell like this reminds me of how we both feel about seeing those Klingons the first time in Discovery. Oh yeah. And I hope I hope much like the Discovery showrunners when they got to season 2, I'm hoping that they are, you know, maybe they got the first two episodes much like probably like um like uh Seth MacFarlane with the Orville who heard people like me griping like this is bullshit, I can't do this, it's stupid. And like they're like, "Okay, you know, we can course correct." And I've always been sort of shady as to whether or not the first season of any Star Trek spin-off can be considered canon. Because there's shit that happens in the first season of, of, of both DS9 and Next Gen that that is is questionable. Super, super questionable. And borderline racist. And sometimes not even borderline racist. Um, so I will give them the episodes they need to get where they need to go. And maybe they course correct. Like, like Discovery certainly was able to do it. Picard didn't have to. Picard was great. But yeah, I would say this. I, I've been thinking about Picard this week as we wrap up. I got to say, not since the original series has a show so clearly, in my opinion, and some people disagree and I don't understand, in my opinion, knocked it out of the park from, from moment one. The get-go? One. Yeah. Like, the, the, the original series never needed to find its footing. In fact, season three is a step down from the first two seasons. Um, it's just, it's like lost. Like, like it's just like yeah. right from moment one. Boom. Amazing. And the yeah. spinoffs have all like said, okay, we're going to, next gen was like, we're going to be like the original series. No, just kidding. We're going to be this. And then they found their way. And DS9 was like, well, we're going to be just like next gen. No, just kidding. And then they found their way. And Voyager was like, we're going to be just like next gen. And they never found their way, but they introduced a couple of interesting characters. And then there's Enterprise goes, <laughs> we're going to be just like next gen. And they're like, it's, we're just telling the same stories again. Well, let's just put Archer in the prison. So would you <laughs> stop like, it? Like, <laughs> but, would you fucking um, stop it? Um, but I, I get your point. I'm, and I'm the cannon hound. So I'm, I know I'm, that's I'm, why I'm, I'm so surprised. Like I know my reaction is exactly as I expected it to be. You know what's so funny? I was, but, I was very worried it was going to be this. I, but, I, I am so surprised that someone who is so like, I mean, you, I know, I'm, I'm ridiculous. No, this just jizzes all over cannon, man. And you've got no but, beef but with that. Thing. It doesn't, it's weird. it doesn't, 
It doesn't technically jizz all over Canon. And that's the weird thing, right? They, they How does it not? Like, it technically th- jizzes. And then also, what's the what's the, what's the the fetish where you poop on them? Like, it does that scat? too. Like, Why do I know this? Good um, Lord. Like, uh, that's what it does. <laughs> that's, that is exactly what it does to Canon. Like, straight I, up. I, Here's the thing. It does every I despicable. Be, I, I can watch this and be okay with it. But the minute they're like, and remember when Kirk met the Ferengi, I'm going to be like, no, he fucking didn't. They didn't discover the Ferengi and see them face to face. And Picard met them and rah, rah, rah. Like, like if they get a detail wrong. I'm that like, does rah, not rah, rah, make rah. sense. to just like, yet, how are you? Like you are existing in paradox. Like that I, doesn't, I, like I'm a those two things man. don't fucking fit. Like, <laughs> I'm a complicated man. Um, listen, uh, you are, uh, but I, they don't work. Okay, I'm telling you. I would sooner. I would sooner accept some crazy fever dream where Kirk meets a Ferengi than I would accept that these motherfuckers went to Starfleet and are on any fucking Federation ship anywhere, even a fucking trash scowl or the or the the dump ship. What is it? Ca- what is it called? The people that come in pumping hall from. from a Ooh, septic okay, what if they did ship. this? Hold, what if I they wouldn't did even this? believe if, that, okay? What if this is listen, hear me out. What if uh, I I'm sorry I keep saying listen. It's very rude. I don't know why I'm saying this. I've caught myself saying it like five times. I'm not a guy who says listen. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I've been dealing with nothing but kids, guys. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Thanks. You know, I appreciate how often I say that. the word listen, and I shouldn't say it to another adult, and I apologize. Um, what if they set this? Ooh, what if they set this in season four of Next Gen immediately post Wolf 359, where 70% of Starfleet, or immediately post Dominion War, where you've just had, because Starfleet's awfully big. They talk about like millions of deaths in the in ds9 in fact i think they overblow it a little in ds9 where they're like like yeah just got that we, we've got it in another seven hundred thousand dead and you're like really like there's that many people in starfleet <laughs> that's a lot of people it's a lot, a lot of, of fleet. um yeah but but what well, we're meant to believe at this point that i mean that the federation um first of all is not just humans sure and second of all, spans all, all evidence, all evidence on star on starships notwithstanding. Right. But that it spans, I mean, multiple planets, right? And on this planet sure. alone, right now, today, you know what I mean? We've got what, seven I hear you. billion? So like it it, it it does track, but yeah, you don't yeah. It's not something you think about often because you're right. Frequently, because of the limitations, we we have a lot of humans that we're seeing. And so, well, but they, even with that, humans are, were prolific motherfuckers. You know what I mean? So even if it was just humans, they mentioned on D Space Nine a number of times that Starfleet is is stretched thin, especially after the Borg invasion of First Contact. They mentioned that, and then the Dominion War. Starfleet is running out. If you look at the invasion force trying to retake D Space Nine, it's like fifty ships are left, and they're all just battered. Like it's not. So what if it's set? Circa then. And what if that's what the writers said? How are we going to say these guys got through Starfleet Academy? And they go, well, what if we set it at a time when Starfleet... When we just needed desperate? bodies? It's it's a thing. That's not a thing. Uh, it you is could... a thing, but I saw no indication that they were at war, that there was no, that these posed. were desperate times. Posed. And that's the thing, though. What if, what if that is the premise of the show? I like... 
the show has some lifting to do. Again, I say the same thing I said about Prodigy. If they start off and it's a it's a couple of admirals going going, I can't believe these people are allowed in Starfleet and go right now after the Battle of Wolf 359, the Dominion War, we need all the bodies we can get. It's not like we're going to put them in command command positions, but there are positions on these ships that need to get filled. So do we make these ships stay home in space dock or do we let them go out? Sometimes we need the best of the best and sometimes we just need the lower decks. Bum, bum, bum. Like, uh, no, they, I don't even think that could, that would be. And then if by, me. and then they're close to losing their commission. And then by the end of the first season, they kind of learn how to be better. Although then how do you have a second season? Like one of the things about a show, like for instance, Archer that you have to do is you have to make it so the characters never grow or else you can't have the same show. Like the, the, the Simpsons don't, don't work if, you know, if Homer is 80. So like you have, yeah. to, they have to, so I'm, I'm willing to give, which it is a why I would much prefer if they had just gone the route of having it be a cartoon show that exists in the world as such, like tangentially, I would be even okay with that. Uh, if this is an animated show that that people watch, that would be amazing. If it was like, like bookended by by like Riker Riker watching it, <laughs> have you seen the new episode of Lower Decks? I love that show. If he like introed it, like like a Captain Kangaroo almost, like I think I could be okay with that. That could that could be legit funny. That could yeah. be really funny because then it would be way. like okay, this is. People who aren't in Starfleet. It's a show. And it's a show. It's a show, and they make and they make fun of Starfleet. That's and that's because I would believe because people because we have that now, like in our world, that exists, like Space Force. Yeah, you know they're making this fun one of. Be funny. You know, I think Space Force was very funny. I loved that show. I, I, I didn't like it at all. I didn't. Uh, I watched two episodes and I was like, yeah, no, not for me. Um, oh, anyway, dude, listen. Uh, I said, listen again. I'm anyway. so sorry. This is what happens. Get me away from the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do have to wrap the episode up now. Yes. Because if we've gone longer than I intended. There's so much we didn't get to. I still want to talk about my viewing of Star Trek into darkness, which I had a very interesting time watching that again. I have thoughts about that. There's more Star Trek news. Uh, we found out that it's going to be October. We're getting, Lower Decks is coming out in August, and two months later, they said that that Discovery is ready to go in October. It's just ready to go. They're doing it. Um, wow. Uh, so it's 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 ready. Picard got nominated for five Emmys. Short Trek wow. was nominated for a short form series. Nice. Um, it's the best year ever for Star Trek in terms of Emmy nominations, like ever in in the history. Um, wow. Uh, that's aw- uh, That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so there's some good stuff too. Okay, that's good. Yeah, there's. I mean, it could it could be all good stuff. Like it could be all good stuff. It could be <sighs> bad. Um. Um. But we'll see. I don't know. Um. I I, the- I still I I still don't know how you how you how you just you make no sense. <laughs> well, okay, so that's. This will be a conversation I'm sure we have when it comes out in like three weeks, because you're going to be able to throw the episode, The Trouble with Edward, right in my face, because I hated that episode of Short Tracks. 
I did the, too. The triple episode. And, I did too. And yet, and yet here the, I am. And it was for the same reason. And it was for the and exact same reason. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying. It's interesting. You, you, there is a point to be made there. And I, and I hear you. I am curious. I'm just happy. I'm, I'm just happy to, I think I'm just happy to get Star Trek in any form right now. I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy. To I, I would love it if they just didn't make me, if they just didn't say it was canon. I would, it just, it's such a simple thing. It's such a simple thing. You guys, if you're listening, I'm sure everybody agrees with me because I'm right. Like and it's and funny. Fans. Don't forget huge, huge Trek off. Yes. Like, um, it's really, really funny. I love it. If it's not actually Star Trek. If you've got the you've got the branding, use it. I'm for it, but don't make it it's not canon. It doesn't exist in this. It's not. It's it's jokes. It's fun. It's ha ha funny. It's you know, and then you could have me and Justin do guest voices on it, and that would be fun and it would be hysterical and it in would be. In which case we love raunchy it. We and love silly. It. We, th- it's, we think it's the best Star Trek. It's the Stop absolute it. yes. It is the best one. And and we like all of them the best. Whatever one, you know what? Whatever one, whatever one. Whatever you, one you on, want us on, we love sir, it the sir most. Or, sir or ma'am, whatever one you or 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 they, what, they whatever, you whatever, want to, you want ever, anything, anything, king, uh, uh, Klingon, whatever, whatever, Q, I'm fine. I it's my favorite one. What episode? What episode? What Enterprise? The best. Star Trek Five. Goodness gracious, my favorite. My favorite. <laughs> my favorite one. That's so How weird. Did you, you know? worked on. You worked on that one. <laughs> I was my favorite. It's my favorite one. I can't believe you did that. That's. It's, I love the Klingon redesign. It's great. Oh, no, it's I think beautiful. No, I, really, I think, it's the best. I think that the shape of the discovery is, uh, or the shape of the discovery is the best thing about that show. I don't think the show, <laughs> the ship looks like a weird triangle with a yo-yo no. on top of it. No, no it's Not the best all. thing. It's the best <laughs> thing. But what, what? Oh, you're Neelix. I love Neelix. <laughs> I actually do like Neelix. I actually what? do like Neelix. Poor Neelix. He gets a bad rap. It's not his fault. What? Travis Mayweather, my favorite. He's my 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 favorite one. <laughs> He's my all of them. They're all my. Well, I, in fact, I don't I don't like any of them as much as that one you worked on. Can I have a job? Can I, <laughs> can I please? Can, can I just I be in any form of Star Trek, please? Thank you. <laughs> well, I mean, I I already have. Except now you say I haven't. Thanks, Meanie. It's probably why I'm saying listen all the time. Sorry. I'm like, you can't say that. <laughs> it was real. It's in my mind and it's real. It's, it's real to me. <laughs> All right, my name is Justin. Oh, my name is Alexia. Trek off. Trek off, bitches. Just one more reminder before you go to go to Totally Super on wherever you subscribe to podcasts, whatever you're listening to this on, search for Totally Super and hear me and Arthur review every superhero movie ever made. It's an awesome show. I think you'll love it. Okay. Thanks for listening.